What's up, y'all? It's your girl, KB. Raffinay here. And welcome to Heart Combos with KB and Raffinay. What's up, y'all? It's a new week. So I know you already know what that means. A new topic and a new conversation. So last week, we talked about how to build a friendship from scratch. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder what the people thought about it. <laughs> what do you think? I don't know. I didn't see any comments. Listen. Feedback. Listen, if you guys have thoughts, comments, or feedback about any of the podcasts, make sure to send us a message, shoot us a heart, um, hit us up on the social media pages, because we would love to hear what you guys think. I mean, last week we dropped some practical tips, and I personally just want to know if anybody's applying this stuff, (laughs) and if this stuff is actually uh, helpful and working for you and your story. Um, But maybe not, because, I mean, if you listen to last week's podcast, uh, as you guys might have seen, Raffinay and I actually disagreed on some methodology <laughs> when it comes to how uh, relationships should grow and develop. And so, yeah, man, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, definitely go check that out. Um, I think you'll really, really enjoy it. And we would love to hear your feedback from it. Now, I will say this, and I actually wasn't planning to say this, but I posted something on IG. It was a quote about like, um, is expressing desire um for friendship as an adult weird like considered weird and uh i mean i probably got the most feedback from that quote or that question rather um than any other post that i've I've done really um when it comes to comment sections and the people were really just kind of going in like man it's not weird and i don't know why people think it's weird and some people like well it can be a bit uncomfortable it just seemed like there was a line you know kind (laughs) of down the middle and that people stood on one side or the other and so that that was inspired by last week's episode so again another reason why you should go and check it out now having said that um how's your week been raf it's been a week it's been a long week a lot of stuff going on a lot of deaths and just difficult times so my goodness are you just gonna drop that on the listeners like yeah it's had a lot of death all right like i mean it close to you I, like, said we, I said we made it you said oh you said we made it i didn't hear that part maybe because i was saying my goodness so that's why it sounded like it was an incomplete incomplete thought uh i mean so how you been dealing with all of that this week it's fine. I mean, it's part of the circle of life. Just being present for people when I can be, and also oh, these still people were not close to doing you. Other things. Uh, I would not say like close, close. I knew them, and they are close to people that are close to me. So that's important for sure. But you were making yourself more available to people as they were grieving directly. Yeah, I would say that. Good to know good to know context people could have thought like somebody like close to you died and that you were grieving like this week however not say that you weren't you were coming alongside people who are grieving this week and that's pretty heavy um but thank you for sharing that I mean that's always good to know uh where your people are you know what I'm saying like I think sometimes we get caught up in like going through the motions of life and you know we don't I don't think stop to ask people really how they're doing um, or really want to know beyond the fine, (laughs) you know, like, I don't know if y'all have ever had that happen where somebody's like, Hey, how you doing? And then you tell them like for real. And they're like, Oh, (laughs) like, well, I wasn't really expecting you to say anything beyond fine, but you did. So 
here we are. <laughs> I don't know. Do well, you get that? That's a normal part of greeting. So say it one more time. I said that's a normal part of our greeting nowadays. So what is people? It? Hey, how you doing? Versus just saying hey. Oh. Um, so oftentimes people aren't necessarily expecting you to say something other than I'm fine or I'm good. How are you? And then it continues to move on. So if someone says something else, it, it oftentimes is shocking because people are really saying hi when they're saying, Hey, how you doing? Most of the time, Mm. in my opinion. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, my week has been pretty consistent. In the sense that uh, it's it's been a it's been a challenging season, I think, for me and my family as well. We've been, man, just trying to work. Have you ever just felt like you've been in these seasons where things are just hard? I feel like we've just been in a season where like everything, like it just takes an extra amount of effort. Nothing is coming easy, <laughs> and so it's it's been that way for several months now. Um, so this week was consistent in that, like it was challenging <laughs> on some levels, and. Uh, um, we've tried to get this um, new routine in place because one of our cars died. And so when you are like married seven years and have two vehicles like the whole time, right? And you go from two to one, that's just a whole nother level of like relating and dynamic. And so this week has been, we've learned a lot about each other, having to share like one vehicle and make all, both all of our routines fit, you know, to this one car. And so uh, this week has been good, though. No, no complaints. Uh, the Lord has been gracious. And so we're just out here trying, trying to live our best life. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, but listen, if you yourself are ever to look are looking to get more connected to what we have going on here, either one of us individually or the Heart Combos platform um, or whatever, I want you to know that you can subscribe, right, to our IG account. Um, you can subscribe to me on IG at heart underscore combos. Rafne, where can they find you? I'm on Instagram at nene0504. Nene spelled N-A-Y, N-A-Y. Yeah. And if you also want to get connected on Facebook or YouTube, it's the Heart Combos platform um, or it's Heart Combos on both of those platforms. And so make sure that you subscribe and follow us and kind of keep us up to date with you guys got going on we really would love to hear from you so don't hesitate to send us a message um or leave us a comment and also uh Refne actually has a blog and she doesn't talk about it much on the platform but i love to highlight what she's doing whenever she's doing something because she's just one of the most amazing people that i know so let them know where they can find your blog my blog is called being refined so you can find it at being refined Dot com So that's refined with an ED at the end. And I post on there when I feel like I have something to write or something <laughs> significant to, to share. And uh, there are, I think, three, three posts up there right now. Uh, fourth one will be coming out this week. And uh, yeah, it's just random stuff that I have to say or things about me that the world has access to. They do. They do. These internets out here, listen, they make things accessible. <laughs> well, internet is just no, one. No, internet. it's the internet. <laughs> it's definitely the internet. Um, oh it's the last, last thing that I want to let you guys know. April 2nd, I will be hosting a free one hour training for the Heart Combos family. For you guys. Listen, I want to teach you guys how to level up your friendships without all the drama. 
even if your friends are trash. Okay. So uh, leveling up our friendships, growing our current friendships that we're in, growing new friendships, man, it's all just a part of life in our process. And what I have found in the last several months is that people really don't know how to do that. They're like, uh, so what does it actually look like? Um, again, why we talked about building a friendship from scratch last week. And so uh, if you're interested in that, if you keep uh, up with us on any of the social media platforms, I will actually be um, making some content available for you to sign up. And actually, if you wanted to do it right now, just after listening, you could go to heartconvos.com slash free training. And all the details will be there for you um, and how to get plugged in a couple weeks. And so make sure that you sign up for that. So without further ado, let's jump into today's topic. Today, we will be talking about misconceptions in friendship. Misconceptions in friendship, because you know what? People have a lot of them. They really, really do. But we're only going to highlight four in this episode. And so, uh, Raffiné, why don't you give them your first misconception? So this one... I actually found this online and I agree with it. So I decided to talk about this one and it is that a good friend will never let you down. Mm. And that's not accurate. That is the most false statement about friendship or one of the most false statements about friendship that I've ever heard because we're all human beings, which means we're flawed and, we make mistakes and we mess up and we fail other people. We make people sad, disappointed, hurt. Hopefully not on purpose. Hopefully it's unintentional why we would be letting someone down or disappointing them. Mm -hmm. But I think it is inevitable if you're in relationship with anybody at some point, they're going to let you down and you're also going to let them down because you're just not perfect. None of us are. Right. And I think what, what we have to remember is that, you know, sometimes people talk about like, Oh, it's the people that's closest to you that's going to hurt you the most. And, da, da, da. and I mean, I believe there's truth to that at some level. I also think you have to remember that when someone is close to you or you classify them as a good friend, it, increases most times the level of vulnerability or vulnerability is the word or closeness that you have with them. And so naturally the things that they do are more impactful than a random Joe Schmo would. Mm -hmm. So if Joe Schmo walking down the street comes up to me and like, you ugly or you disappointed me, I would be like, Psh all right bye and keep moving because <laughs> who are you like I don't even know who you are how did I disappoint you or I know I'm not ugly bye um <laughs> versus if somebody close to me says hey I think you ugly or you did something to disappoint me I'm gonna be like wait what what happened and it's it's just gonna impact me in a different kind of way and so I think that it's important if we are let down by other people that we talk about that and share those things versus keeping it to ourselves or assuming that they know that they've let us down because then we have expectations usually for them to make up for the letdown because we assume they know and they may be unaware, um, especially if it was unintentional. Now, why do you feel like, you know, people believe that? Like, what is it that they're that they're seeking to believe 
you know, when they say a good friend will never let you down. Like, they believe it, yes, but why? Because they don't want to believe that someone that loves them would hurt them ever? Or they just believe that if you do, you know, love someone or, you know, are committed to them that you'll always come through? Like, you'll always, you know, at least that'll be your motivation to try? Or, like, wh- where, where do you think that's rooted from? I think it can be partially what you're saying is they don't think anybody will let them down. I think it also can be connected with this idea of good or bad because this quote says a good friend will never let you down, which means a bad friend will let you down. Mm. And good and bad is relative. It is subjective. It is varies situation to situation, person to person. And so I think people are deluded oftentimes and they have this fantasy or this idealized image of what friendship is and what friendship is not. And I think those unrealistic pictures or views impact the way that they interact with people day to day. Because if you really think about it, if you think about a good friend will never let you down, if you don't even think about your friends, think about yourself. Does that mean that I will never let somebody else down? that's outlandish Mm. of course i'm gonna do something to let someone down Mm -hmm. and like i said before hopefully it would be unintentional Mm -hmm. that i wouldn't just be malicious out here letting people down and disappointing them but it is unrealistic of me and arrogant and i'll stop it arrogant to put myself in a place where i'm like i would never do anything to let anyone down Mm. that's good that's really really good Cool. Well, listen, I, uh, one of the misconceptions that I think I hear the most, and I don't know, I don't know if people would, well, I'm not going to say that. I was going to say, I don't know if people would actually say this out of their mouth. Cause I'm like that, that might not be true. However, one of the biggest misconceptions, they would, that, right. I would probably, that's why I stopped myself. <laughs> <laughs> one of the biggest misconceptions uh, that I have had before and that I see in other folks is that it does not take all that. Like this mentality that it shouldn't take all that. It don't it don't take all of that, you know, to 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 be friends, to have friendship. Like you're doing too much, right? Um, and I think what that speaks to is that people aren't really aware of the amount of work it requires to have healthy friendships. Um, I think there's this idea that like it's just supposed to kind of grow and develop itself. If it's meant to be, if we're a good fit, a good match, then it'll just kind of blossom on its own. And it's like, nah. You need to work at that thing, right? Um, Because you've got two completely different people coming together, wanting to do life intentionally, right? And just depending on what's happening in life. I mean, you just can't expect, you know, for people not to have any uh, expectations or to have um, their own preconceived whatever about what this should be and how it should work. And, you know, like you were just saying this week, you know, it was a hard week because, you know, there were losses and people who you were doing life with that were grieving. My goodness, I'm sure that looks completely different when they're not losses and when people aren't grieving, you know? And so I think when people have this idea that um, friendship shouldn't take all that and relationships shouldn't take all of that. And anytime there's conflict or difficulty or transition, like it should just kind of fix itself. <laughs> I'm like, ah, listen, that's a misconception. That's, that's not true at all. Every relationship worth having, in my humble opinion, requires work. And if you're frustrated right now in a relationship dynamic or about a relationship dynamic, uh, ask yourself this question. Like, do I have 
a misconception. Like, do am I believing that the work that I'm having to put into this relationship shouldn't be, you know, or shouldn't be so? Like, it shouldn't require this um, because it does. It requires patience and the ability to suffer long and, you know, grace, you know, and the ability to, you know, kind of respect where people are and, and not force them to be where you want them to be when you want them to be there. All things that I have done. <laughs> so <laughs> that is a huge, huge misconception. What do you think? I would agree with that. I think it, all of that too is, can vary person to person. Like it doesn't take all of that, whether that is spending time or it doesn't take all of that, whether it is having to apologize about stuff Mm. or it doesn't take all of that about having conversations about how I feel or expectations that I may have. Or, sorry, you just made me think of another one, the whole, it shouldn't take all of that, having the same conversation over and over again. (laughs) Common misconceptions. Common misconceptions. (laughs) Should we, didn't we already talk about this? We did, and we need to talk about it again. (laughs) Listen, listen. People really don't enjoy that. What you mean? Having to talk about things over and over. Listen, I'm I talk to people often that are just like, I don't understand why we're still talking about this. We already talked about this. Mm. Right. Because change didn't happen because you still think the same way you thought before the one conversation. You've probably been thinking that way for a long time. So you cannot expect for one conversation to change the whole like thought processes of, you know, say like it, a, a, a single individual. Um, man, I just don't, it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even make sense that people would expect for change to be as simple as one conversation. If that was the case, man, man, we'd be growing a whole lot quicker. Things would be evolving a lot, a lot faster. <laughs> My goodness. And our parents wouldn't have had to tell us 89 times. to Listen, just- <laughs> listen, cause listen. <laughs> Shoot. Anyway. All right. That's my misconception. What you got? Okay. My next one is that friendship is forever. And this is included in the misconception because I would add to the front of this that all friendship is forever. So I don't think that's accurate. I do believe there are some friendships that will be forever, but there are some that are just short time, short time. What is that? Short term, seasonal for a spurt while you were in a certain environment or while you are living in a certain place or Mm -hmm. whatever. And I think that being open to that is important. Now, what I also don't think is okay with this is to assume that all your friendships are disposable. And when you're over it, just be like, Oh, well, this one is just a seasonal. This (laughs) Because I think people could try to use that to their, advantage they do all the time all the time (laughs) going back to misconception number two it shouldn't take all of this so this must be seasonal (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know one of the things I have learned and come to accept but also enjoy is the fact that not all my friendships are forever or lifetime and that there are some that are seasonal and even in your friendships that may be for a lifetime or forever, the dynamics and things may change and may shift. And I think that's something else to remember with this is that my friendship has to look the same, even if it's not 
this perspective of forever, even in a seasonal relationship, it may not look the same the entire time, but being willing to ebb and flow and kind of bend to what the relationship needs, pending what's going on with you, pending what's going on with the other person. And I would say that this has been beautiful for me and my relationships because it just releases the pressure. I hold my friendships a lot more loosely than I used to in the past. Like I used to hold my friendships very tightly specifically because I only had, I mean like three friends. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't here for having a whole bunch of friendships. So these three friends I had, I, I felt, or I thought that I had to hold them tightly because I only had these couple. And so now that I'm able to hold my friendships more loosely Things ebb and flow. And I have some friends and people in my life that I would say are still friends of mine, but we don't talk all the time, but it doesn't change our relationship or our ability to get together and have lunch or get together at the house and catch up like mm-hmm. we just talked yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I think that's important and it can be freeing as well to just be willing to bend and flex and not be so rigid yeah i agree i agree that's real good well um i think for this last misconception i'm gonna kind of change it a bit just because you kind of hit on the forever aspect already um and i think you did a great job on that so for this last one i think a common misconception that people have is that they need a best friend i originally was going to say that you need a best friend forever but you've kind of, again, touched on that forever part. And so I think people like feel the pressure to have best friends. Like I got to give somebody that title. Somebody in my life has to have one. You know, I've, I've been in seasons of my life and walked with people through things where that is a consuming thought, you know, it's like, I just need a best friend right now. I need a best friend. I need a best friend. And I'm like, why, you know, like, (laughs) why do you need a best friend? Why not just have friends (laughs) you know that are committed some closer than others some you know that will stick around longer than others like what is it about titles that we sometimes get consumed with that you know make people feel like if they don't have those titles then something's wrong right then there must not be you know enough of a connection with the people that they have or whatever you know if if we haven't given one another titles or whatever and so um, I don't think that you need a best friend and and I'll kind of get into that I think a little more, but, but what are your initial thoughts on the whole best friend thing, Raph? Just in general? Yeah. Like, do you feel like people need to have a best friend? Need? No. Want? Sure. <laughs> but why? Why do we want them? Yeah. Why do we want a best friend? I was just thinking about that while you were talking. I think in our culture and society, there is something that is glamorous or appealing about titles. So if I zoom this out of the best friend thing, even when we think about relationships, people, you know, it's like if it's opposite sex or whatever, if you're in the same sex thing, people are like, what y'all doing? You'd be like, oh, we talking. Oh, we dating. Oh, he my boyfriend. Oh, he my fiance. Oh, this my husband. There's something that's appealing or glamorous to people about that. And it almost, it's almost 
the the picture I see in my mind is like a display case where it's like, oh, look at my thing that I have. I have this best friend. I have this boyfriend. I have this degree. I have this kind of car. I I just think that titles and certain kinds of accolades are just appealing because we think that it says something about us or that it validates who we Absolutely. are. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that validation bit is huge. I think that whole like it gives significance to the relationship if it has a title. And I'm like, listen, I'm not here for that. <laughs> like, personally, I'm not saying that I don't I don't use them, you know, that I wouldn't refer to you as my best friend. But if we decided like, hey, like, you don't need to call me like best friend anymore. Like, I wouldn't feel no kind of way because in my mind, I'm like, because the quality of the relationship is still the same, regardless if I'm calling you this or not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, the commitment is still there. And so, um, I think sometimes people also think it's going to be like a magic pill or something like, oh, if I call you my best friend, then now you will be more committed, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or now you will you will show up in my life like a best friend. And I'm like, ah, you might not want to do that either. Then they get disappointed. <laughs> then they're like, you listen, my best friend. Exactly. Yeah. Listen, again, and people have a hard time, you know, again, navigating that title, especially when seasons change. So going back to the what you were talking about with the forever bit. If you're in a relationship dynamic with someone who has shown themselves to be super loyal to you in that season and all that kind of stuff, and then you guys transition in some way, I don't know, marriage happens or a move happens or, you know, job opportunity and whatever. And now that interaction is different. It's hard sometimes for people to figure out how valid that relationship is to them still if the behavior doesn't match what it matched when I gave you this title. You get what I mean? Like people just struggle. They struggle. Um, and so I don't think that you need a best friend like in title, but I'm also going to go further and say, I don't think that you have to have a best. Like if you have five significant relationships, I don't think that one of them has to be a best. Um, and maybe because I talk about this in one of the vlogs about the, the layers of friendship and how as we're building relationships with people, we should not put the pressure on all of our interactions to look the same. And so there could be people that we label friend because we've got common interests and goals and, you know, we, we hang out every so often. And when we get together, the time is pleasant and we enjoy one another's company and it's good. That could be qualified as a friend, just like someone who you would say is extremely close to you, knows your deepest, darkest secrets, has walked with you through the, the hard parts of life. They also, you would call them friend, right? Maybe a friend that sticks closer than a brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, uh, like, but but you could use the word friend for to define both of those relationships if you yourself understand that there are layers to friendship, right? That just because I say you're a friend and you're a friend, person one and person two, doesn't mean you guys are the same thing to me or do the same thing to me or engage me on the same level. But I would say that there is friendship between us, right? Um, and so I think it's it, to me. If I would take the pressure off you feeling like you have to throw that best title on someone and I would focus more of your attention on what it looks like to just cultivate the relationships that you have um, and not to feel like your relationships are less significant if no one has that title in this season. I think that is okay. It does not disqualify the people you're doing life with. It doesn't mean that they're less significant. I think that it's okay. You can still be intentional um, and be building some really significant, potentially lifelong relationships that never have the word best in front of them so well and if you put the, on 
if you put the friendships on a hierarchy or a scale, then that means what at the end of the day? And I'm not asking this for you to answer it, but something to throw out there. If I, I say, hey, this friend is the best friend and then this friend is a little bit under them, then they are a little under here. Still, what are we accomplishing? What does that do for you? What What is that doing for them? And for me, that's not necessary because... My friends give different things and I give different things to their life and it can all still be valuable and significant. Absolutely. And I, and I might try to see the other side and and maybe think, well, maybe, maybe someone might feel like it, it, it clarifies the expectations, right. You know, by, by having titles like, Hey, if, if you say you want to be my best friend or I say that you're my best friend and we both, you know, kind of agree that we're on the same page about that then know that there's a set of expectations that comes with the, our relationship dynamic, which if that is your intention, I can understand that. However, I still think a conversation would have to be had to clarify what those expectations are. And yeah. I don't think people do that either. Right. They're quick to be like, man, like you might be my best friend because we've known each other for this long or she my best friend because whatever, whatever. And now it's like uh, y'all never actually sat down and said and defined what that should mean or look like between the two of you so I'm sure at some point moving forward there's going to be let down and you're going to feel disappointed and then question whether or not they're a good friend because they let you down and you know all this stuff and so it, to me I'm like without the title the conversation still has to happen so if you're a type of person that's like well I use titles to help you know clarify expectations and relationships just know that the title in itself does not clarify the expectation the conversation along with the title clarifies you know the expectations um so whether or not they have the title or not you can still decide hey these are the expectations in the context of our relationship dynamic so um yeah that's my thought on on that but yeah i don't i don't think people need best friends you don't have to carry that pressure to, to throw that title onto onto someone and if you had if you could if you genuinely were like man I don't have a best, but I have a community of solid individuals, like friendships in my life that um, people who are loyal to me, committed to me, who love me, who respect my boundaries. Like, I'm like, you're, you're thriving. You're, you're living the life, (laughs) you know, without a best friend, you know, at least entitled. So anyway, those are some misconceptions uh, that we wanted to throw out, but we, you know, my question for you guys is what misconceptions do you guys feel like people have when it comes to friendship or ones that you've had? Um, in the in your relationship dynamics let us know um leave us a comment shoot us a message or a dm um, on facebook instagram uh, youtube we would love to hear it hear what you guys think um so we can con- continue this dialogue on some of those platforms in this coming coming week and so yeah we're about to sign off here any last thoughts you want to leave them with with Rav? i'm gonna leave you with this thank you for being a friend Wow. Travel down the road back again. That's it. I'm not wow. <laughs> I just enjoy this. I mean, you could at least you could have at least gotten me to my favorite part. First of all, I started in the wrong key, so I was like, oh, got to end this. Yeah, this this <laughs> the key. Thank you for being a friend. Well, I didn't mean the literal key. I just meant oh. best to have because when I get to if you threw a party in that key, no. <laughs> It's kind of like when somebody starts the national anthem too high. You be like, ooh, this is not going to go well. We'll get the rockets. This is going to be Listen, a favorite. You be like, hey. 
Oh man! <laughs> so I already knew. After I started, I was like, "Oh no! When we get to if you throw a party, it's gonna be a wrap." And my throat is compromised. Mm-mm. Listen, listen. I just knew you was gonna set me up for if you threw the party. <laughs> if you threw me a party, and invited everyone you knew. It doesn't say if you threw me a party. <laughs> That's what it says. It says if you threw a party. Oh. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. You threw me a party. <laughs> Y'all know Raffinae is the lyric queen. Come she on, was, she the last song. This is right. If you threw me a party. <laughs> That's great. That is great. Listen, singing is not my ministry. Uh, so I will refrain. <laughs> yes. Anyway, well, we love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another heart conversation around the topic of misconceptions in friendship. Uh, we hope that you guys have a great week and that you're able to chew on this all week. Hey, start the conversation with people in your friend group. Uh, see what they think about it. Until next week, though, remember, it's not a hard conversation, y'all. It's a heart conversation. Peace. Hello.